If you're a business owner, you don't need us to tell you running a business is tough. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Join the over 21,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash c-suite netsuite.com slash c-suite homies welcome back to the superhero homies podcast my name is quentin and as always i'm here with the homie kevin Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another shorty edition of the Superhero Homies. That is correct. Tonight we're here talking about Harley Quinn, episode seven, Mm -hmm. titled, that was my pen. That's (laughs) That's not the title. That's not the title. (laughs) The title is called, There's No Place to Go But Down. And uh, Kevin, what do you think of this one? Dude, this was one of my fucking favorite episodes of this season. Like, it was so daggum good like it's i mean dude we were kind of speechless when credits started rolling you know <laughs> it was great dude what, what about you what do you think this was one of the few episodes of this show where i think no mm-hmm. I, I know i i actually enjoyed the b plot more than the a plot and okay. that's not something that I, I can say about a lot of these episodes. For the most part, most of the creative energy and, and effort is typically given to the uh, to the A plot. But for this one, okay. I, I definitely feel that the B plot was on fire. I, I also enjoy the A plot, of course. I, I was about to say, I mean, but both the, of them were pretty awesome. You're right about that. The B yeah. plot was also very heavy. It was good. Yeah, yeah. For, I guess for me, yeah, for me, the, the B plot stood out a little bit more. I enjoyed okay. that a little bit more uh, because it's once again it was kind of them going out on a uh, creative ledge, and it worked. Uh, but no, overall, I really dug this episode. Yeah, dude. I mean, daggum. Th- this episode did leaps and bounds for some characters' development, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, we could start A or B in this particular case, you know? I, I wouldn't be upset either way. Right. But yeah, dude. Daggum. This is, I mean, this episode helped prove that the show is not only worth watching for the laughs and gimmicks, but also just for its awesome storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, daggum. Yeah, this one, uh, we'll go ahead and get into it. It starts off with Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy in court. Uh, If you guys remember, at the end of the last episode, uh, it ended with uh, Two-Face basically kidnapping Harley and Ivy and saying Mm -hmm. that uh, that the old old Harvey is back and us really not knowing what that meant. Mm -hmm. And so at the beginning of this episode, we really get to see what he means by that. Uh, he is the uh, prosecutor in this uh, mock courtroom, and Bane ah. is the judge. Makes and, sense. Uh, and of course, the defense attorney is is Manbat. Which, what the hell? <laughs> which, yeah, yeah. For those of you who are aware of the character, that definitely means that all you heard was Dagum screeching, mm-hmm. bat, literally. Yes. Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't get uh, Doctor Kirk Langstrom. No, they got. Man bad. Yeah. <laughs> which so which sounds of, about as awesome and ridiculous as you think it would. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And, and it was. It's like. He was even uh, wearing a tie in bat form. He and was. Stuff, and yeah, glasses. And glasses. And he was like trying to hold papers and shuffle them. And, just like, <laughs> and when he speaks, he doesn't use words. He goes. Ah, and like screams right. and screeches in bat. 
So, you know, that was totally valuable. You got yeah. your, your money's worth from that lawyer. <laughs> but, you know, to be fair, he did try his best. He was unbiased, and he, he did his best as their defense attorney. He Because they gave us subtitles. And, yeah, yeah. you know, it said that uh, he was declaring them not guilty and, you know, trying to call for objections and whatnot. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, Judge Bain said, there's no one here who speaks bad. So, uh, right. Everything you said <laughs> right now is is useless. But Harvey Dent, of course, being the exercised lawman that he is, knew exactly how to sway the courtroom. And oh, yeah. yes, Bain was a fair judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a fair judge. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do with that kind of uh that kind of work by uh, Harvey Dent? Right. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, and even Harvey Dent was uh so quick to say at the very beginning of the court case, you know, Bain, you know, as annoying as it is, yes, he is actually a fair judge. He's unbiased, which <laughs> right. which really pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome that Bain just like steps himself away from being a typical villain and mm-hmm. he is always just Bane. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh so needless to say guys, uh they were found guilty. Harley and mm-hmm. Ivy were were found guilty uh after Ivy refused to let uh Harley take the fall. Mm-hmm. Uh so and that's not a pun considering what happens in the episode, but uh so they You'll understand in yeah. a minute. Yep. <laughs> uh so no, they are uh they are taken, and they are assuming that, okay, so, yeah, we're just going to be off on our way to Arkham where we break out. They're thinking this and saying this is there in the back of the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the van. And, uh, you know, of course, we as the audience, we can see the outside, and we see that there's, like, a, there's nothing around. It's just mm-hmm. desert. Yep. And that, of course, leads them to the pit. The pit. If anyone was still on the edge we're still unsure as to whether or not they were drawing inspiration from the Dark Knight movies. I don't know what to tell you. Like, First off, is- <laughs> if you got to this point and you're still wondering that, obviously you skipped a lot of episodes. But after this episode, it is without a doubt fact. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know we try to exercise opinion and let people know, hey, this is what we think. No, 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 no. This show is purely and obviously pulling also from the Dark Knight and... Just the Dark Knight trilogy, really, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Right. Yeah. Uh, The Pit being a heavy reference to The Dark Knight Rises, Mm -hmm. uh, the third in the trilogy. Uh, But no, this is a... Like, every time we hear Bane, we hear him drop a line from that movie, you know? It's awesome. It's very true, yeah. Yeah. Like, from the sound of his voice, like, episode one, when we first see him, you know, like, everything about him, he's just really emanating, like, a, a, a spoofed version of a pain from Dark Knight it's Rises. Like, it's like that one episode. I was born in the dark, but that's not me. Right. That's a shadow. It's, a yeah. shadow. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's a clever rethink of that. It Damn. is. Oh, that was great. Mm-hmm. That was really great. Uh, but no, in, in this, we do see Harley and Ivy. They're put in prison and uh, or in this pit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Bane, to his credit, really is trying his damnedest with this he pit. Is. He's a really good warden, which <laughs> right. ironically, he was both judge and warden. Right. So, you know, that's colorful. Because um, when they arrive at the pit, he throws off the judge's robe and wig, <laughs> which, you know, imagine a judge in a cartoon, and there you go, mm-hmm. that's him. And then he's standing there, just Bane again with like the tubes and everything, like, okay, let's go in the pit. And he pushes them in as they fall onto a cushion. Um, and then he jumps in because right. he's Bane. <laughs> uh, and some of the things we see here is just like the activities that Bane has them doing. 
with just these like arts and crafts. We see uh, Killer Croc painting a picture of a man getting eaten by. Yeah. yeah, you saw. You could clearly <laughs> see that Bane has been in prison numerous times, and he understood the the fallacies of the prison system. He's just like, no, 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 no. We got to have productivity. Right. We got to have constant activity so that way we can help redirect all this unnecessary aggression. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was on his game, dude. He was a good warden. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this, Kevin. Uh, What's I, up? I think that this is, I don't know, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not, I legitimately don't remember, but this okay. is definitely one of the few, if not the only episode to not feature uh, the crew. Yep, because uh, even in a few of the other episodes, we get at least an appearance from one of the members, mm-hmm. namely like uh, Dr. Psycho or something, you know? So in this one, he, yeah, no, it's only Ivy and Harley. Yeah, yep. just, just those two. And a lot of actually uh, cool cameos from other villains that right. we normally don't get to see, yep. like Killer Croc, for instance. Yes. Yeah. Uh, would you have liked to have seen the crew in some capacity? I'm okay without it, actually, you know? Uh, I'm okay with this episode the way it was. Um it would have been cool to see the crew because the crew is always great, but mm-hmm. it would have made sense. It, it would not have made sense in this episode, you know? Right. Uh, I was okay with them. Um, I, I know they're going to explain what the crew is doing because that's an obvious question, and this show tackles both obvious and real deep thinker questions pretty well when it comes to their own plot line and storytelling. So I know they're going to have, like, by the next time we see the crew, Ivy, Harvey, where, where, where were you guys? What's going on? We were busy. Blank, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I was okay with not seeing him. What about you? Oh, same here. Okay. Uh, I mean, like proof enough of that is the fact that I didn't think about that until I sat down. Mm-hmm. You know? like, well, we didn't get the crew. Yeah. No. Um. I as much as I, I love the crew, you know. And by the way, the crew being Cyborg Man, King Shark, Doctor Psycho, Clayface. Uh, the fact that I I love them so much, but you know, even even without them in this episode, I still thought this was great. Uh, because we have seen some episodes that have featured them, but they essentially do nothing. So yeah. I think that in a weird kind of way, having them not be in this episode that was already so plot and character heavy, that uh, having them in it may have done them a disservice in a weird kind of way. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, But no, we we see like what Bane has them up to. There's one thing we see where... Uh, they are in the pit, and they're in a, in a, like a, a talking circle, a sharing circle, oh where we see uh, we see Zaz, who has blonde hair. Uh, we see Victor Zaz, uh, and and he's uh, talking about his murderous tendencies and what he does to suppress them. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I just is, imagine myself in a calm bubble, right? And the urge goes away. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, huh? Uh, Convenient. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know, if it works, it works. Ah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who am I to tell you how Bubble to... Bubble yourself. Right. Yeah. Uh, and this is when Harley and, and Poison Ivy, they try to subtly spring the idea to Bane that, you know, uh, the reason we're not into this so much is because, you know, like the atmosphere, we feel like we could get so much more if we were like, say, in Arkham. Mm. And, and Bane kind of spits some facts. He goes, nope, uh, Arkham is a place for the criminally insane. Mm. Uh, this is for the criminally capable. <laughs> As he looks at Zaz, which right. is like a picture perfect idea of criminally insane but okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay 
Like they don't get too much crazier yeah. than ass. <laughs> but you know, maybe, maybe that is to say something of Bane's rehabilitation. Like if he can take Zaz, that's true. Uh, I mean, he's obviously <laughs> a very talented warden. Bane right. actually is a jack of many trades in this it, show. He kind of yeah, is. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like he's actually a pretty decent voice of reason in like one or two episodes too. You know? All right. Yeah. 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 It's weird, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But with the A plot, the next thing we do get, though, is Bane. He announces that they're having a talent show really soon. <laughs> and uh, George Lopez uh, is going to be in the talent show. Random, we know. Right, yeah. We, mm. I didn't check. What's that, George Lopez? I don't know. Um, oh, I don't have my phone. Okay. I, it sounded it, just it like him. I would yeah. be surprised if that was a voice actor impersonating George Lopez. Because mm. it was really on point, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, it sounded like George Lopez. I almost Lopez. expected him to come in with Lowrider theme song in the background, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like I, he told a few jokes, a tight five, and then he, you know, yeah. left the stage. Thank you, Pitt. And then he bounced. <laughs> Thank you, the Pitt. <laughs> but no, that did really sound like him. But, yeah. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was him at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, Bane announced the talent show, and then we see Harley and Ivy uh, in their, can't really call them cells, and their caveats in the cage. Yeah, well, they're not <laughs> truly cells, because Bane is just like, okay, here are your rooms. Wait, there's no doors you're saying. Well, where are you going to escape? You're in a pit. You're in a pit. Yeah. <laughs> so he's not wrong because right. why have doors? You yes. know? Yeah. Uh, here's how cleverly written this show is. is um, Once they got down to the pit to begin with, mm. one of the first things Bane said was uh, like tidy house, tidy mind, you know, something to that effect, meaning that, you know, make your beds every morning. That's really okay. important. Uh and what we get here in this next scene coming up here after the, uh, the 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 sharing circle is Harley and Ivy come up with this ludicrous idea to get out of the pit, which involves uh, Harley telling uh, ludicrous jokes to incite a riot. And during that distraction, they're going to hijack the helicopter that George Lopez is going to fly in on and escape mm-hmm. that way. Uh, that's their plan. They were really enthusiastic about it. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, fuck, well, maybe it can work. I mean, the planning session, they were on point. They were finishing each other's sentences. They were just like back and forth with the energy. Like, you're feeling pretty good about it. Like, okay, fuck yeah. You guys are going to escape via helicopter and inciting a riot. Uh, But unfortunately, uh, Harley did not make her bed. Which which, Bane punished. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now, and and like that, that's like, Whenever we talk about like movies or television shows, like when we say like sometimes it's the little things that matters, like this is a prime example because mm. there's been so many, whether it be a comedy or what have you, where they don't set up the premise, but they try to do the execution. So like, mm. for example, in this episode here, Bane, he, he punishes Harley for something that we all know was a, a stick up his butt for. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we all know that he's a stickler for making your bed, and if you don't do that, that's a big no-no. Yep. Like, that was announced. Like, hey, tidy bed, tidy mind. Yes. Your mind is untidy if you don't make your bed. So, right. yeah. Apparently. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, just a, a lot of, like, serious dramas or, or movies even, sometimes that concept escapes them. Real quick, brother. You, you're totally right about that, and I want you to finish that thought. But fun question time. Do you make your bed? 
You do? My man. Good, good, good. <laughs> I make my bed, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't say I always did. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, but I do actually make my bed. Yeah. Yeah, like, every morning, I, like, pull that shit tight, you know? You know I mean, guys, yeah. I have I have a, a purple mattress with bamboo stretch sheets. Ooh, look I at have... me. I'm Quentin. I got fancy <laughs> fucking mattress and stuff. My, my pillows, my comforter, all that shit is top of, like, it, I'd be doing myself a disservice okay, if okay, I didn't okay. sleep okay. in a, in a well, bed. Well, guys, I'm more human than Q is, okay? And I got a queen size that I bought from Big Lots on sale. Okay, and I got normal sheets, American sheets with like a thread count of fill in the blank. It's normal. <laughs> I got like two or three pairs of sheets. Okay, okay, get out of here with your fancy ass. Get out. Go to bed. Fine. Go to your fancy bed. <laughs> oh, oh right. You and your tidy mind, tidy purple bed. Get out. And you got a fancy pillow too, don't you? Yes, I can't remember. Three. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, pediatric. <laughs> they had a sale. Uh, so. <laughs> a sale on those pillows is like sixty bucks. That's very. That's true. a lot of money yeah. for a pillow. Uh, those are bogo. Uh, so. <laughs> That's actually a pretty decent sale. I can't get mad. <laughs> Please continue. Okay. Okay. Oh no! Uh, all I was saying is that I, I do applaud this show for paying attention to the to the little details. You know, for a 22, 23 minute show that mm-hmm. doesn't have a lot of time to get their plots across. Like they, they know how to allocate their time to set up premises so that mm-hmm. when certain things happen, it makes sense. Yep. And I mean, in this th- case, this the bed a, thing was used very well. It was used very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is a cartoon comedy. And I know guys like this sounds like a small thing where we even said it was a small thing, yep. but something that a lot of other shows and movies and entertainment can really learn from, especially because they have like an hour and a half at least to finish telling their story. Yeah. Come on. It, I mean, this show did it in 22, 23 minutes. Right. Um, but again, it was this small thing that helped piece together the foundation of the entire premise of plot A. Right. Yeah. It, it, that's how important this small little piece was. It, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the next thing we see is Harley. She's taken to, uh, I guess, another cell that still has no door, but it does have a Cheryl. Ah, Cheryl. <laughs> Appropriately uh, named, I feel like, because she, she was just like, I mean, Cheryl sounded like a strong name, and all of a sudden you get this really like already strong-looking female character. She venoms up, right. and all of a sudden she's like even like <laughs> monster-level strong. All of a sudden, she's like aggressive towards you. Will stay here. Yeah, <laughs> I I am now the door. I, I am the door. Okay, <laughs> I am yeah. the one who's the door. No, she's not the one who knocks. She's wow. the one who's the door. She's the one who. Well, that joke wouldn't have made sense. Never mind. Let's move on. <laughs> Here's a joke for you. There's a daggum motivational poster of Bane in the it background. Is. Did you see that? Yes, hang it's in like, there. Did, did you get this produced? Like, <laughs> did, did you actually go to a production's office and say, hey, I need you to print this? That's great. Yes, that was great. Yeah. I didn't read it, though. I, I didn't get a chance to read it. Did you? It said hang in there. Oh, my gosh. And he was like, it looked like he was holding something together. Yeah, it looked yeah. like he was holding like something together in the sky. Right. So it looked like a cat pull-up poster, but Bane. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Mm. Uh, so it's up to Ivy to um, to deliver the, uh, the the stand-up bit that Harley was working on. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, Ivy's really uncomfortable with that because Ivy, she's the one who, you know, she's like, uh, I mean, she, yeah, she, she doesn't she, have She's more the, dry. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't have that kind of comedic tendency of, of Harley, as nope. you can imagine. Plus, she's going after George Lopez, who right. is a professional comedian. Right, like, why isn't he the headliner? That was going to be my right, other question. Right. George Lopez needs to be your headliner. Especially so you know <laughs> that you get a chance at the 
chopper before he can leave. Right. Yeah. Come on. But oh well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're just making fun of it like, at this point. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm just being facetious at this point. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like obviously Bane. You have to know that like there's no way that any of your prisoners can follow George Lopez. <laughs> I mean, you got a bunch of psychopaths and killers down right. here. Who's gonna be funnier than George Lopez? Here, <laughs> right. You know, it, amongst this crew. Amongst this crew. Yeah. yeah you know. None of them. Shout out to you, George. Well done for making an appearance in the show. If that was you, we're pretty <laughs> yeah, sure it was. We're pretty sure it was. My we'll, phone's we'll not near check. me, so we'll fact check later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's gonna while uh, while Ivy, she's on stage and she's bombing, bombing hard. Yeah. Like she, none she's of the... delivering the same jokes Harley wrote, mm-hmm. but it's not landing. The audience is just like, you know, you know, that was a really easy low blow. That's mm-hmm. not even funny. Come on. Yeah, you're just it's being true. insulting. Yeah, yeah, talking about Killer Croc looking like a butthole and... <laughs> and, and Zaz looking like a character from Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah. Which is really tongue-in-cheek because her cat, or her fiancé is a character who's named after Charlie Brown. So... Ha. <laughs> ha. Uh, but uh, no, while she's bombing uh, with her first attempt, uh, Harley is trying to take on Cheryl. Mm. And uh, I mean... <laughs> you know, and I almost thought they were going to go a little meta with Harley in this instant when she said, okay, I'm going to get past you. We can do this with you alive or with you dead. You know, I thought that they were going to almost do like a Deadpool moment where we're like, I'm the main star of the show, so you know I'm going to get past you. Ah. Uh, but no, they, they didn't do that. Um, instead, we, we do get Harley just, bones are fragile in this show. They really are. <laughs> and, and Harley's a lot stronger than her tiny frame advertises. Because... <laughs> right. She broke Cheryl's arm while she was on Venom. Yes. I guess Venom might also uh, kill the, the calcium and magnesium counts in your, in your bones, thus making them more brittle, potentially. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... It's like, I can see, like, at least three other things happening with that scenario. Because you know, yeah. Harley used her body weight to bring Cheryl's arm down across the chair, snapping Cheryl's arm. Okay. Yeah. And it's yep. like... Somehow. Yeah, I can see... Cheryl's arm not moving at the weight of Harley, uh-huh. despite Check. her momentum. I like can, Harley's using it as a pull-up bar? Okay, yes, okay. Yes. Uh, I can see uh, Harley somehow successfully bringing Cheryl's arm down and the chair just breaking. There it is, yep. Mm-hmm. I was imagining that, like the back of the chair just... Right, yeah. right. Uh, what's another one I can see? Oh, I, I mean, I can oh, just see... the arm comes down and just knocks the chair over. Yeah, there arm comes down and knocks yeah. the chair over. And it's just yeah. like, none of those outcomes help you, Harley. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I think I would have, and I know like, this is just another nothing sure, thing. Sure, I'm just sure. picking that, yeah. but it's like I, I could have I could have taken Harley somehow bringing Cheryl's arm down, the chair breaking, and then Harley grabbing like a splintered shard of the chair. There it is. That's more Harley. Yeah, that's yeah, more yeah. like killer clown instinct. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Instead, we yeah, got a broken we, arm. We got a time limit to make here, folks. Okay. Yeah, like that's that. true. They 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 <laughs> you know. Cheryl had her time on screen, yes. and it had to end at this time. At this time. <laughs> so, sorry, Cheryl. Yep. Uh, but no, uh, Harley does, she, she does kill her, right? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. All I know is the broken arm. Right. And I'm pretty sure that was distraction enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll have she, to see she's it She's either dead or unconscious. Yes. She's incapacitated. Yes. There we go. There you go. <laughs> uh, but Harley makes it to the stage just in time for all, uh, us to hear Ivy uh, deliver. She kind of breaks character and, she does. and does something pretty awesome. 
Right. Like she kind of realizes the futility and hopelessness of the situation because George Lopez has left at this point. Yep. So there's no getting the helicopter out. And you know, kind of realizing the the situation for what it is, like she just kind of I don't want to say accepts it, but she verbally acknowledges the situation and the irony of it all. She does. And and she has a, a rare moment of clarity and uh, kind of like an epiphany of sorts where she um I can't do it justice, really, because it was yeah. very well said and very well written. Mm-hmm. But basically, she compares her life to an emotional pit and how she had a hard time growing up and becoming an accepting person, one who is accepting of other people, one who is accepting of uh, other situations and things like that, but ultimately how she has grown, how she actually has you know, a fiancé how she has a best friend and she actually has people that she likes rather than only plants. And it was really awesome. Actually, it, was. it wasn't, um, it wasn't so much as like a, a build up heart tug moment, but it was just a really awesome exposing moment, which happened to really hit home the right way. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it, that was, it was great. It really was. was like, this is, um, like this entire episode is, is a lot of what we need to keep a show like this from going stagnant, you know, exactly. Like, like not not to uh, infringe on another show here, but there's one we've been uh, a, l- a little worried about here recently. That being Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, just I, I mean, even before the later half of the of this season of Rick and Morty, I was kind of worrying that the show is going to get stagnant, you know, because we just kind of right. It's, it's always funny and it's always fun, but it's just kind of you know crazy situation. Deus ex machina, Rick. Mm. Uh, Morty does something stupid, they escape the the, yeah. the they save, and it's like it's it's still entertaining, but it's losing a saver a mm-hmm. little bit. Exactly. Um, and and you worry about that with this type of formatted show. I mean, it happens to all of them. Look at Family Guy. Uh, look at Simpsons. I mean, yeah, like, like they have to introduce new ingredients, or yes. else people are gonna get bored. Right. Yeah. You know, hell, even South Park for a while introduced like a, a coherent storyline. They started yep. doing that versus doing the the episodic thing. Yeah, they started being more serialized. And now South Park is almost more of a political, political commentary. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like a like a social anthology of sorts, where they're just kind of like taunting constantly like mm-hmm. popular things. But, anyways, um, yeah. and, you know, but with uh, I mean, I, I do have to still tip my hat to, uh, to those guys, uh, Matt Parker and Trey Stone, because mm-hmm. they at least found ways to keep it relevant and refreshed with this different, is true. you know. But uh, with with Harley Quinn, you know, I I'm just extremely happy that like wh- whoever is making this show, like these writers, have so much care to know how to keep the show fresh, yep. to know how to keep their characters fresh and and not stagnant. Because mm-hmm. you always have to be thinking of ways to to keep it the same, but to reimagine it exactly. And that's to, fucking hard. It really <laughs> is. Where you take known characters, reevaluate them, make them into a satire while keeping them as themselves in the core, you know, truth of it all, like Poison Ivy still being Poison Ivy, but also appropriate for a comedy show like this. And then on top of that, tell a refreshing story. Yeah. You know, in this case, I was very surprised by the heartfelt moment of Harley, uh, of Poison Ivy, mm-hmm. where she kind of had this moment of clarity on stage, where she openly talked about herself and emotion, you know, the real deep shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was awesome. It won the room over. Yes. And she talked about how, well, ironically, guess where I am now? I left one emotional pit for this pit. Mm-hmm. And then that was the thing that successfully incited the riot. Yeah. Yeah. And 
And, and that was something really telling about that because I'm sure that resonated with uh, a lot of people. Yeah. Just in general, the fact that like you find yourself in like this kind of this shitty situation or like you can always look at it almost in a fight clubby way. You, you have your, your day-to-day job and you realize that maybe it's killing you a little bit on the inside because mm-hmm. I doubt most people's cases is as extreme as Poison Ivy where, you know, you're a, a, a killer who's put in prison. But you guys ah, get the point. Ah, ah. But like with, with her life, Not you know, she realized that she, like for the longest time, the only things that she could associate herself with were plants. And then she finds a friendship in Harley, maybe even the crew. She finds a, a, a love, someone who loves her back. She finds Kite Man. And, oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I'm going to sneak that in there every time. <laughs> and, and like for the first time in her life, she feels like she's crawled out of that emotional pit only to be thrown back into a pit. Yep. And, and, and then she ended it on such a surreal moment because she said a lot of stuff that, you know, made people feel, made people smile and laugh, made people kind of, you know, sad for a moment. And then she ended it on such a very, what felt bizarre, but painstakingly true moment where she kind of just sits down on stage and goes, and here we are. It's inescapable. We're back in the pit and we're stuck here. Yeah. And there's no escape. And and that's like the surreal, just no BS, no filter, this sucks moment. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you know, sitting in the audience, like Killer Croc, Zaz, and a bunch of other criminals, Professor Pig even, yeah. all of them reacted and said, you know what? She's right. We we gotta get out of here. We can't be in this pit. Let's 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 get the fuck out of here. Yep. And that's when everybody rioted. And uh, even Zaz said, "And if you don't help out, I'll shank you." Uh, that was that was great. I <laughs> like Zaz. Like, this here, motherfucker dude. had a shank on him this he whole did. time. He's just like, yeah, I'll shake you, because you know he didn't really change. You know he's got something up in there. Uh. He was prepped. He was way too prepped for that moment. He was. Yeah. This is a challenging time for businesses. We're all anxious to get back to work as quickly as we can, but also as safely as we can. Business leaders must uphold a duty of care, a responsibility to make sure that they and others are safe in the workplace. C-Suite Network created C-Suite Supplies, a trusted source of quality protective equipment. Whatever your reason is for wearing a mask, do your part and protect your most valuable assets, your employees and customers. Go to C dash sweet supplies.com he was yeah. and uh like they they got shit piled up immediately yeah they did like th- there was a you, you remember seeing world war z where all the oh, zombies yes. would like die and like become a big old pal on top of and around the wall right and other zombies would just climb the corpses until the mountain grew yes that was that's what was kind of happening but with rubble and debris and broken stuff you know right um and there were a few bodies already trying to climb the cascade of falling rocks. And, and Harley and Ivy noticed it and like, oh, look, we do have a way out. Check that out. Yeah. Yep. The chopper's gone, but that's there. chopper's gone, but yeah. yeah. So they, they began their ascent to get out of this pit. Bane, the warden, goes after them. Yep, of course. And uh, he throws some debris up at them. Uh, but instead, he uh, his freakishly strong uh, power... I was about to say, can, 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 we, can we highlight real quick, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, can, can we talk about how hard and strong you have to be? Because he threw <laughs> large shit at them, like yes. logs and 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 chairs tables. and tables, yeah. and threw it up at them. And not only did he throw it up at them, and it passed them in the amount of force that he threw this physical large object, this heavy object even, but it stuck into a fucking rock wall thereafter. 
Yeah. It didn't come down. Like, no. what goes up does not come down for Bane. What goes up stays stuck. Stays stuck. Apparently. Yes. And he's just like, <laughs> it's not even a sharp object. It's no. a table. Yeah. And all of a sudden, gets lodged in the wall. Like, wait, 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 wait. Can we talk about this? Yeah. I, I mean, know you are fictionally strong, but you are fictitiously, holy hell, strong. <laughs> and it's like, I, I think that like in the writer's room, that idea sounded great, but something maybe was lost in translation between the writer's yeah. room and the artist's room. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's like, it almost like it lost momentum when it, like before it hit the wall, which made it look kind of weird. You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it was. Because it I wasn't like. It wasn't like thrown directly. Yeah, at, it was like it wasn't like it a was dartboard lobbed. lobbing yeah. its. Or, or, it, damn it! It wasn't <laughs> like a dart. Uh, you know, being thrown hard enough to lodge itself into the mm-hmm. cork. It was like you said, like it broke the arc at the top right. and then stuck <laughs> yeah. into the wall. Like it was beginning its downward journey. Right. Yeah, just like that. Oh yeah. So. Uh, so for for any homies out there who this was just like a stick up their ass, like we, we saw it too. We we noticed yeah, it, we yeah, noticed yeah, it. and 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 we said, now hold up, but wait a minute, let's <laughs> right. just keep going, let's, let's keep, keep going. going. Yeah. We'll talk about it on air, right? Yeah, uh, and then the next thing we get here is that that thrown piece of debris by Bane uh, unlodges like a stone in the pit wall and out shoots a vein, uh, a vine. Yep, and Ivy of course uses that vine uh, with her that powers, botanesis. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. I think you sneezed. Um, Gesundheit. Salute. Bless you. All the above. You know, um, now I have to check the DC wiki because uh, surely there's a name. For there's got to be a name power. for her powers, right? right? Yeah. Uh, plant control. Botanonesis. Botany. Botanesis. Botany. Botanesis. Botan- okay. I like that one the best, actually. Yeah. Botanesis. Because that, that's... That actually sounds like an English word, right. even though we've clearly made these up. <laughs> I mean, like there's this one, like for for fire. That's like what uh, uh, pyrokinesis. Pyrokin- pyrokinesis. Oh, so like what botokinesis. Kind of yeah, botokinesis. There it is. Yeah, yeah botokinesis. Yeah, we're smart. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there one for fire but not for eyes? Like, does Bobby Drake doesn't have his own personal named? Uh, ice manipulation. So, what what would you call ice? Blizzard kinesis. I yeah, mean, what, what's I, the I scientific know. name for ice? I don't know because pyrokinesis makes sense. Yeah. Pyrokinetic. All right. So, what's the blank kinetic of ice? See, this is why Stan Lee and Jack Kirby and the gang never bothered to give him yellow kinesis. <laughs> no, but that that's a Spanish term with an English word. That doesn't make sense. So, yellow kinesis. So, I, but that yellow that, kinetic that, that makes no sense. That makes me think more of like the sinestro core, just because um, you know. <laughs> Color yellow, you guys get get out. <laughs> All right, fine. There you go. All right, I know. I know what I did. You know what you did. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Uh, but no, anyways. Uh, so, Poison Ivy, she uses this vine and grabs uh, Harley, and they begin to climb out. Uh, Bane mm. uh, shows that he does not skip leg day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he jumps. Yes. He Hulk jumps. Yeah. He Hulk jump. Now, let's not question the structural integrity of this vine, but he grabs onto. <laughs> well, actually, the good thing is, like, the vine was beginning to pull down with Bane hanging on, yes. at least. Yes. yes it yes. wasn't breaking. But it was like dragging down, like, oh, nope, uh, I can't go up anymore. I'm done. This elevator goes one direction. <laughs> yeah. Like the boy band. 
Get the fuck out. Get the fuck Rock out. God, two? Yes. Come on. Yes. That was Shit. bad. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, this fucking soundboard is great. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So the next thing we get here is... Uh, uh, Harley, she realizes what she needs to do around the same time that mm. we realize what she has to do because yeah. Bane's not going anywhere and the only thing that's that's keeping them up is Harley is holding on to Poison Ivy mm. and uh, Poison Ivy tells her, nope, 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 you're not going to do this. Uh, Harley says, this is the only way. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, this, this is the time that I do, some, do something for you. Yeah. So she's playing back a monologue in her head, something that was said earlier in the episode, where it's t- kind of talking about like like the, the price you pay for love or, or, or something very uh, in the moment, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it just kind of reloops through uh, Harley's mind here, uh, another moment of clarity, but this time for Harley. And it, it made sense in the moment, and mm-hmm. it's great. And it, it still really works, dude. You know, oh, it's yeah. one of the reasons that plot A had a good amount of emotional pull, mm-hmm. you know. Um, could, but you're right. Bane's holding on to Harley's leg. Harley is wrapped around, uh, like, holding on to Poison Ivy. And she just sees that she's got to let go. Yeah. 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 She's got to take uh, a dive. I'm going to slide this time. Yep. Cause, cause there I, you go. <laughs> no, it, it was fucking terrible, but I'm, I'm just being nice. <laughs> You know, what, who, one, one whoever day, said you're not allowed to laugh at your own jokes, I think that's dumb as hell. Nope, no, whoever said that, they, yeah. they were on to something. No, no. They, they I, were definitely on to something. Someone find out who said that, because you know, I, I no, don't agree fact, with them. For, for one day when you're not here around, I'm going to program a noise to the soundboard that's going to be like, boo, you fucking suck. <laughs> it, and it may just me, it may just be me saying it. It may just be a actually, brother. <laughs> I would laugh my ass off if if you did that legitimately and I didn't see it coming. Just like, boo, you suck! Get off the stage! Like, yeah, I, I think I would. I think I would literally need to pause the episode and just like go somewhere for a second. <laughs> it would be great. It would be great. Oh shit. Um, okay, but uh, yeah. so. <laughs> Harley, she does decide to let go, and as uh, she's falling mm-hmm. into the abyss, she snatches Bane's tubes out because she's he's uh, venomed up at this point. Mm-hmm. She snatches his tubes out. We see him revert to like a skinny, uh, a skinny twerp type person. And, and you have to watch it carefully because oh, you yeah. you could have missed it where his muscles are gone and mm-hmm. he's just you know arms and legs and a skinny dude. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Harley, she also is falling, of course, into the uh, fiery abyss. Mm-hmm. Uh, because some asshole set it on fire. Now that I think about it, some, yeah, all of it's on fire <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some random asshole got. I mean, it looked excited. like hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Firefly was down there. Right. He, he's like, wait a minute. They did what with my flamethrower? <laughs> wait, you you just left it there on the ground? <laughs> you break out, steal it, and abandon it. <laughs> Uh, uh, you make an ice vagina and then you just leave it by the wayside. This is fucked up. Uh, <laughs> but no, as she's falling, uh, Ivy, uh, she was able to hit the uh, the quick time event just fast enough uh, to to save uh, Harley. Yep. And uh, she's able to, to bind her. Uh, she brings her back up and uh, they're both crazy excited for a number of reasons. Yep, yep. 
And, and in that moment of excitement, they share a kiss. Yep. And then they quickly smash cut to credits. Yep. 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 Like they, they share an intimate kiss, which was more than just a peck. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was, it was all romantic and shit. And then they both kind of like pull away and there's a big old shock mm-hmm. look on both their faces and no music for the credits. The no, credits no. just begin. <laughs> uh, and that's plot A. That's, that's plot all we get. A. What do you think about, about this, this final scene with the kiss? Dude, yeah. I, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Um, I mean, one, it made sense for the characters, right. which, you know, we've been talking about for ages now. Mm-hmm. Um, Almost literally. And two, I think it's a great, like, like we were just talking about earlier, it's a great new dynamic to add to the show to definitely like keep it spicy, to keep the story, you know, from being too easy to guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because um, now it's like, what the fuck is going to happen to these two? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. th- this has become like our uh, soap opera of, of sorts now. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways, with that kind of a uh, dramatic effect, uh, but yeah, so I th- like the kiss was yeah, it was one of those things that we have been kind of waiting on and wondering about since episode one. You know, yep. like knowing that Poison Ivy is going to play such a, a big part in this show. Uh, you know, we were all just kind of wondering when it was going to happen. Yep, and uh, here we are, and he- here we are, uh, one season we- later. Yeah, and you know, like. Also, I I had a lot of fears, you know, for Kite Man for that very same reason. Like, are they going to kill off Kite Man? Is that how they make room? They better not kill him, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't care who says what. If they kill Kite Man, we riot. Oh, okay? absolutely. We, absolutely. We, we raise a kite in his honor. Right. And I have not flown a kite since kindergarten. You know, um, <laughs> I... Uh, I was I was going through uh, like my my photos on my phone, just getting rid of shit I didn't need. Yeah, and I had a random picture of Kite Man saved in my phone. <laughs> wait, 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 which version? Uh, the Ivy one here, or more no, from no, comics? Uh, yeah, from uh, Tom King's okay, Batman okay. run. Makes sense. And uh, I was like, was it Kite a meme? No, no, it was just a just picture. A, of Kite just Man. a photo. Oh, okay, and Kite Man. Hell yeah, it was just hell a cool yeah. ass picture of Kite Man. Okay, and um, I don't remember why I saved it or how long how long ago I did it, but okay. it it brought something to mind. That I had never fucking thought about to that very same moment. What's on your mind? Do share. I looked at the picture of Kite Man. And I said, Kite Man. It's like you—you you really came in from the ashes. Like you—you you had so many failed attempts. He had—he had an unseen death in Infinite Crisis, from where he was thrown out of the window. I think by Joker. I think Joker threw him out of a fucking window without a kite. And, wow. Uh, but it was—it was even unseen, and it was just alluded to. Mm-hmm. Like he said so many failed attempts to make a comeback, and I'm like, and and you know, Tom King finally does something with you, and he gets a cool cameo that people. Still talk about it to this day, Kite Man, hell yeah. And hell then yeah. he has, he gets a prominent role in the War of Jokes and Riddles, mm-hmm, which that mm-hmm. entire plot is, in a weird way, almost centered around him. That's true. That's true. Uh, and, you know, he, he Shoot, gets, a lot of it's even told from his point of view. It is. Yeah. yeah. He, he gets like a really cool moment in that. Yeah. Plenty of moments. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, man, like th- this guy, like his real name is, is, and his real name is Chuck Brown, Charlie Brown. And mm-hmm. then it hit me. Charlie Brown sucks at flying kites. They always hit the fucking tree. Every time, every time Charlie Brown flies a kite, it always goes into the fucking tree. <laughs> like, and that was the first time that thought crossed my mind. You and know what? Just for that, here you go, brother. Right here. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
That's brilliant. Because all I remember of Charlie Brown is obviously Snoopy, because right. Snoopy's dope. Um, thank you. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Relax. Uh, <laughs> you'll get your checks later. Um, we can't afford that. Uh <laughs> You remember oh, the football man. with him? Oh, obviously the football. Yeah. Uh, the five cent, the, the nickel psychiatrist, who, right. who also was the tormentor of the football. Am I finally <laughs> going to, I'm finally going to kick this football flip. Mm-hmm. Um, the piano dancing bit. It was always right. the same song too. It was, yeah. And that was it. I never remembered the kite, but you're right. He sucked at flying a kite. I remember Lucy, actually, because my yeah. sister played Lucy in a school play. Oh. Yeah, yeah, little oh. known fact. Yeah, she has, like, still, like, the, like, they had a bit where they, like, held up the, the costumed heads. Yeah. And she has, like, the cutout of the head still. It's, like, real thin plywood, and she's got, like, a painted thing of Lucy's head still oh. as a souvenir. Yeah. I'll be damned. So my sister was uh, Lucy. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know. uh, that did not make me Charlie Brown. Uh, I was not in that play. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but... No, that was just like a weird kind of kind of thing that came to mind. And I'm like, whoever, because he was first created by Bill Finger um, way back in the day, okay. back in the 40s. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't have an actual name then, I don't think. It was like more modern day, like maybe 20, 30 years ago when he was given a name. So okay. I don't know who named him, but whoever did, obviously had that in mind. It's pretty great. Yeah. It pretty, it's pretty great. It makes sense now that you bring it up. Um. It's the rest of the backstory to his origin that we didn't have. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. It was the missing yes. piece of the puzzle. What do you think happens know? to what do you think happens to Kite Man now? Dude, I'm so worried. I, I have no idea because he's obviously excited about the wedding. Right. Ivy was excited about the wedding. Yeah. And now she uh kissed Harley, which is kinda mm-hmm. weird to say still. Um Yeah, I mean I, I, the question is, how will the reveal happen? How are they All going right. to tell Kite Man? Because this is such a dramatic egg that you know they're going to sit on it, but it eventually yes. has to crack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I picture it as one of those things where it's like maybe they awkwardly don't talk about it for a, for a little bit. And okay. Then, and then like, it pops up a few episodes yeah. later. Mm-hmm. I can see that too. I can. Right. Like they'll just be awkward around each other and. Probably Dr. Psycho more than anyone to pick up on it. Probably, uh, actually, yeah. knowing him. Because he is very astute yeah. uh, for being crazy. And um, telepathic. And telepathic. Also, knowing the pacing of this show, though, yeah. I would imagine they, they'll they probably do it next episode, mm. I think. Yeah. I, I, I don't Possibly, know. yeah. Yeah, because this show's pacing is outrageously quick. It is. Mm, excuse me. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know what happens with Kite Man. Uh, I, I think that... That uh, the creators, they, they've got to know that he's a fan favorite at this point. Like, he and they, Bane they have, have become... To. I mean, but with Bane, you can expect it more because he's, an, he's a top-tier, A-tier mm-hmm. uh, character. But yeah. Kite Man, I mean, he's, he's Kite mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a very niche audience who, who likes him. <laughs> and uh, but I this refuse is, to admit you're right. <laughs> but this is really blowing Did him up, I that? think. <laughs> You're right, dude. This show has really like continued the rise of Kite Man. That was not a pun. Um, God damn it! Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Hey. Hell yeah. All right. Thank you, brother. Thank right, you, guys. Sh- thank you. Thank shut you. the fuck up. 
You can't tell the audience to shut the fuck up. I did. I hit the shut the fuck up sign so that they could see. <laughs> okay, so there's a green neon sign <laughs> yes. that says laugh. Yes. Clap. And then there's a big red one that says shut the fuck up. Yep. Okay, okay, good. In that tone, too, by mm-hmm. the way, it speaks. To- <laughs> you know, I've also been thinking about, like, since now we've seen the reveal, we know we can expect them probably by season's end to, to have some sort of romantic relationship. And it's like... Now I'm, I'm lo- now I'm looking ahead far into the future, thinking, how do they do the breakup angle? Uh, because I think I think are, are, are you looking so far or so shallow into the future as of uh, as of the breakup of Kite Man and Ivy? Oh no, I meant to say uh, uh, Harley and Ivy. Their breakup. Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I imagine more like a fight, and then eventually they find their way together again, type thing. Mm. I. Because I was wondering that too. Like, is this going to be the final relationship with these two? Um, I don't think yeah. so. I was trying to think. It, it may have been 20, 2018 and, and Harley's run when they finally had their split okay. from one another. But I, for the life of me, I, I don't remember why it happened. Mm. But that'll give me some more research to do. For, there you go. For fuck's sake. Go buy another omnibus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yes, indeed. Oh, yes. Always don't, room for another. Don't don't t- no. There's not, but don't. Yes, tell there me. is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make space. Uh, so before we move on to uh, to the B plot, because oh, we're yeah, like yeah, yeah, we fifty minutes in without talking about the the B plot. Yeah, we got we got to do this <laughs> faster. Oh yeah. Uh, but before we get to the B plot, I just want you to know, Kevin, that I will gladly save your life a thousand times over, but I will never, Aww. never, ever. Even even if this was the one thing okay. that, that could save you, I would okay. never, ever, ever I was about to say, I, come d- much closer to this okay. to you. Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. Don't flatter yourself. You're the, good. The, the, <laughs> no, no, I, I absolutely uh, will because uh, we all know that I, <laughs> if, if, if that were in some, other uni- in some other universe to happen, I'm definitely the catch. But <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Uh, but just say, wow. no, bud, I, I love you, but... You know, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. I want you to know no. that love is reciprocated. All right, but uh, nah, bro, nah, bro. Nah. I'm glad. That I'm still we... waiting for Scarlett Johansson. What do you mean, you? you I called no, dibs. no, I, I called no, dibs on her no, fucking no. years ago. I, years no, ago. No, 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 no. You can't ask back, back for, in like back in like 2005. No, 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 no. no I saw no, the no, prestige. No, no. You, you cannot said, ask for Electra's phone number and then I, say you have dibs on Scarlett Johansson. I'm can. calling you out, son. <laughs> I'm calling you out. Done. Oh, fuck you, Kevin. I Done. thought we were, we were friends. We, we are friends. We, we are friends. We both get a call, too, just in case. A backup one, okay? And and a main one, all right? I'm just saying. Just saying. Whatever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to the beat plot. All the homies out there just like, guys, like 30 minutes of this has been bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I hope that's why you guys love us. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. You know, like, th- this episode deserves it. Thank you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, it's a great one. It is. Uh, <laughs> so the B-plot. The B-plot focused around Jim Gordon and Batgirl. This was another great one. It Just was. Just like the A-plot had awesome character uh, progression for Ivy and even Harley, this one, Jim Gordon transformed, dude. He re- really yeah. did. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, god damn, this show was just so good with how they handled the characters and the plot. Mm-hmm. Like the the only thing still I wish is that they would get a full thirty minutes. I think I think I, I would like they just a tad bit more. Yep. 
Uh, but that's that's the only fucking like yeah. overall thing I have about the show, really. So to begin here, yeah, dude, you're right about that. Um, to begin here, we got uh, Jim and uh, Batgirl um, going the after sewers. the rat catcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in the sewer looking for rat catcher mm-hmm. and all his fucking rats. Jim Gordon he stumbles, drops his flask into the sewer into the sewer water because he's drinking and he's drunk. Mm-hmm. So you know, we and he's still giving Batgirl shit uh, all, all all the while. Yeah, uh, but when he drops his flash, Ratcatcher hears it and he sends his legion of rats after Jim. Uh, Jim is saved by Batgirl, of course, and uh, his flask is also recovered. Uh, which which looks like a nice flask, actually. It, it looks does. like a good gift from the GCPD. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't encourage you to drink on a job, but here's a flask in your honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for I guess what ten years on the job, uh, something, something, yeah. sure. Uh, maybe, which obviously he's made more than 10 yeah. years at this point. So he's probably got multiple gifts, but yeah. Maybe for making commissioner. I could see that. I could see that. There you go. That, that's an appropriate one. <laughs> uh, but that just really laid the groundwork to show that A, their relationship as Batgirl and commissioner haven't gotten any better. And B, Jim's drinking also hasn't gotten any better. If anything, it's gotten worse. Yep. Uh, the, uh, yeah, since the, the divorce with, from his wife has really gotten worse. Huh. Uh, the next thing we see with those two is uh, the the dinner scene. Um, we get Barbara at the table with yeah. Jim in their in their home in the in the Gordon household. Uh, Jim is gross, dude. That amount of mayo was that spaghetti? It was spaghetti. So you see oh. a plate of spaghetti and an empty glass. And step one, you see him grab or ask Barbara to pass the mayo. Dude, I'm I'm not sure if I understand this or not. I'm not sure if this is a, a cultural thing or like a a locale thing. Like, oh, you're from this area of Gotham City, so all of a sudden, or I guess fictitious city wouldn't matter. But I guess this this area of uh, you know blank city or blank state. So mayo on spaghetti makes sense. But I've never heard of that before this episode. I was thoroughly grossed out, guys. I mean. You know, the reason why vomit was on his uh, sweater was because my spaghetti had mayo on it. That's the- <laughs> and now we've come full circle. That was worth it. Thank you. That was a good one. Wow. All right, guys. It was just a trouble. You don't have to do all that. Stop. <clears throat> Some command. shade is just like, Mom, why is there mayo on my spaghetti? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm about to go uh, rap battle. Right. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm gonna throw this up, mom. This is gross. I know, right? Uh, but yeah, she's tr- she's trying to talk to her dad about his alcoholism because, mm-hmm. of course, he he then pours a good fine uh, scotch into a cup, and uh, then he puts mayo in in the scotch, and it's just like he puts it in the scotch. Yeah, you oh, didn't see that. No, I saw it in the spaghetti. Oh yeah, he's probably writing stuff yeah. down. But yeah, dude, he he gets spaghetti mayo, and just like it's the easy squeeze kind. So you know he's just putting way too much in oh, there. Yeah. Uh, he does that. And Mag mixes it in, and then he pours the scotch, and then he pours it, and he squirts it into the scotch. You remember seeing him take his finger and like mix in the drink? Yeah. That's why. Jeez. Yeah, it was it was bad, guys. It was gross. Like I know a few of them probably cringed. We're back to normal now, but mm-hmm. it was bad. Yeah, I cringed a lot. I was just like, oh gosh. The, ah. the only way this would be acceptable in in any manner would be if. Mayo had some type of, of, of super vitamin in it that worked as a hangover suppressant. The problem is, even if that were true, 
even if that were true, Jim is Jim is always drunk, so there's no yeah. time for a hangover. There's so. no time for a hangover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, during this dinner scene, he just kind of blows off Barbara and her alcoholism. Uh, you know, trying Comments, to yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to get through to her dad. And during that scene, Two Face and his gang, well, Two Face and Two Thugs, yep, yep, yep. Uh, pull up and start spraying their home. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, he looks back. Barbara's gone, and he. Gordon, he runs up the stairs and he, he's hiding in his closet. Yep. And he's got no bullets. Nope. Got he's no empty. bullets left. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he knocks over a, a box of photographs and he pulls out a, an adorable little picture of him and a, and a young Barbara. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's uh, so at this time where uh, he is confronted by Two Face and his goons and he throws his gun aside and he is r- uh, ready to accept his fate. And the only thing he asks is that Two-Face tells his daughter that he loves her. Mm -hmm. And it's at this time that Batgirl intervenes. Uh, She she does what I call uh, BVSing. She Batman versus Superman, these thugs. Like, she doesn't directly kill them, but they may have died because of her actions. Like, she's non-lethally attacking them (laughs) through the window and into glass shards Mm -hmm. and, and... Gravity and falling to their death, and well, it's like and bullets and bullets, yes. And bullets. Like so, she's using yeah. them as meat shields, and yeah, <laughs> so. she's Batman video gaming them. It's like you're not dead, <laughs> but you wish you were. Yeah, you wish you were, and you're yeah. probably actually dead. <laughs> but I didn't kill you. Right. It was the glass I did. It was the oh. Batmobile's electrical charge that yes. killed you, because that's non-stun. <laughs> but then you get shot fifty feet. <laughs> To a fucking building. You still cannot lie to me and tell me you didn't kill those criminals running them over as Batman. I absolutely can. No, uh, you cause, cannot. Cause, correction. Nobody is ran over. They are hit. They no, are struck. No. No. no nobody bruh, is nobody you're is in a traveled fucking over. tank of a Batmobile. Okay. All right. You're in the Tumblr Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Okay. If a criminal touched the Batmobile, is that on them or on Batman? That is on if the they criminal. Touch, if they touch the Batmobile, that's totally different that than the Batmobile them. in movement towards said fucking criminal. He died, son. Nope, nope. They all died. I saw one literally, like, you're driving and he's walking across the street. And I remember you hitting him, this bitch, head on. And he flew into a construction site and hit an iron daggum girl, <laughs> dude. Just slamming into this thing. He's dead. Dead. He is fucking dead. <laughs> and Batman was the cause of this walking man's demise. Done. We don't know that. Okay. Okay. You well, know, v- to- video games have always had the as as great as they can be, they've always had like some of the worst reasoning for their, their people not dying. Like even in Spider Man that came out uh, a couple years ago now, yeah. uh, great game. Like, I remember just clearly knocking criminals off the rooftop. (laughs) And, like, for some some that had the fail safe where, like, they would auto-web to the wall, but there were some who didn't make it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Especially when you got the swing kick down. Because I know, like, one of the challenges was, like, do the swing kick multiple times. And I remember watching you, like, do it trying to, like, master the challenge. And you're, like, swing kicking 30 times in a fight. And you're just he flies off flies the off the roof. You know, we, we, we watched footage from uh, the new Avengers game coming out, and we were like, yeah. they're all dead. All <laughs> those goons are These dead. These normal humans wearing normal riot gear took a hit from the hammer of a thunder god. They're like, dead. They're, they're grounded. It, like, footage from all of them. Like, these are fatal hits. Like, yeah. the Hulk... Oh, no, no. Like, the Hulk grabs one and uses him to smash into others? That man is gone. 
Like these are normal dudes in like bulletproof vests getting shot with, with uh, repulsor waves. The only ones that didn't die were the ones that uh, Black Widow attacked. Possibly, but she has guns. I don't remember seeing her use. No, 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 no. She didn't fight any criminals in the trailer. She only not, got, not went up against one. Taskmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. In the one that we recently right. watched, yeah. But it's like um, even with Captain America, like I mean, let's be honest, getting hit with the shield from a man that strong, with the shield that hard. Yeah, yeah. To the face. To the face. And it ricochets and hits you twice? The, the, yeah. No. I, I'm fully convinced that the shield is capable of decapitating people. I believe it. I yeah. mean, we've seen it in a death battle from the sun fight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, death battle from the sun. <laughs> was it death battle or bat in the sun, Kevin? Which one? No, 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 no. You don't understand. That was actually like the, uh, the copyright safe comment. That was like the fictitious company I mentioned. But everyone knows what I'm talking about. Jeez. We clearly understand. Okay. Uh, that was accidentally yeah. clever. I cannot give myself credit. We said the did say that uh, video games they they just have no excuse for heroes not killing people. We went down a bridge, brother. We did. Wow, we did. We were talking about Jim. We were, <laughs> and, and Barbara yes. accidentally killing these criminals, these right. two goons. Uh, but no, after after she saves them, uh, Two Face he escapes. Uh, but the two goons are killed, and Two Face says something funny. I thought this was a a, a two goon job. I'll have to reevaluate for next time. <laughs> I'll be back later. <laughs> and he runs away. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, two Face is becoming one of my favorites too. Like he's, he's yeah. good. Um, but at this point, we see Barbara talking with, or we see Batgirl talking with Commissioner Gordon. He goes, mm-hmm. "Why don't you let me die? My daughter's so disappointed in me." They sat in the third, and she goes, "No, your daughter loves you very much," and she unmasked. Yep. Uh, she reveals her identity to Jim, and he's like, holy shit, yep. my, my daughter's Batgirl. She, uh, she's been fighting crime. And you got you to gotta think, especially like this version of Jim Gordon, who does love his daughter yep. and also loves Batman, mm-hmm. and now he gets this amalgamation. Yep, that's true, that's true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a really uh, surreal moment for him. It was. Uh, he he kind of like had a moment to realize, like, Batgirl's cleaning up the city. You, my daughter, you're cleaning up the city. And I was with you. Huh. And then, like, they go back to the alcoholism where she's commenting, look, Dad, you have to stop this. You need to clean up. Gotham needs you. The old you, not this. And she's she's not wrong. Mm -hmm. He was a mess. And so, actually, we get to a very cool moment. We do. The next scene we see with these two is... (laughs) He opens up a cabinet. Oh, my gosh, dude. He was <laughs> stalked. He was like coronavirus, <laughs> quarantining for a month, stalked. It was. Yeah. It, it looked like Jameson and, and, and maybe like Jim his, Bean. Yeah, like he looked just, like he had his own bar. He yeah. just like grabs one, pops a cap, and starts pouring down the drain. Yeah. Uh, the sink, that is, you uh-huh. know. And he, he, then he also says something uh, pretty funny. Uh, help me remember. It was, it was something like... Uh, now you're going to help your old man pour out all this and get over his alcoholism in a fast montage style. Yeah, like they, they made their own commentary on like, okay, we're not going to take the time to let him get clean in the classic way, but we're just going to give you a montage and that's going to suffice. Yes. And for a comedy, works it totally was great. fine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they do. They have a montage of them pouring out all the booze mm-hmm. and he's like cleaning up, combing his hair finally, right. and getting a tie on and looking better for the first time in a while. Yes. Yep. Uh, Man, I wish that we could do that in life. Like maybe at least once a year, just have like a montage moment. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if at the very least to get through something, I don't want to do exactly. Yeah. Like oh, you're you're having a bad mental health streak or something. Oh, mm-hmm. work is just really sucking. Oh, you gotta you gotta babysit. I mean, come on, montage that right. 
You know, it's yeah. like there's sometimes, there's sometimes when I'm in the gym and I'm like, this is great, everything's fine. Then there's times in the gym where it's like, I don't want to fucking be here right now. Like, <laughs> why can't I just montage throughout like the next three months and then just reap the benefits? Mm-hmm. Like, let me do that. Or like, uh, I don't remember uh, which Adam Sandler movie was it? Uh, Little Nicky, Big no, Daddy. No, no, no. The the remote click. Click. Oh, click. A click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he's just like, okay, I'm gonna fast forward through this because I don't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That'd be nice. Mm. Uh, but after the, uh, the the quick montage, Jim puts on a, 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 a old uniform that damn sure does not fit. It's a little tight. It's a little tight. You, you see, like, the exposure between the buttons, you know. Yeah. Mm. Uh, his, his commitment to be clean and fight crime is almost as strong as the buttons on his shirt. <laughs> Those buttons are pretty strong because they were holding together. Yeah. And the gut was just like, nah, I got to get out, bro. And the buttons like, like hold the, it, hold. Those buttons were Tobey Maguire and Spider Man too. Yeah, they were, <laughs> and his gut was the train. <laughs> There's the imagery for you, homie. Oh, out there is just like, I get it. That's it. Done. Yep. I understand. <laughs> yep. And, and surprisingly, like they held through throughout the next scene, yeah. which is uh, badass, <laughs> dude. Badass. Jim came oh, back yeah. hard. He, he and Barbara go to the police station, and he goes. Hang out here for a second. I'm going to go in first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she goes, oh, okay. She, and she's she bad never, girl at this point. Yeah, yeah. she's bad girl right yeah. now. And she never goes in the station. No. She's she just goes, like, okay, dad, you got it. You need help yet? No, I got it. <laughs> he goes in. Uh, his new name is is Commissioner uh, Jim Wick. Because yep. he goes in and just. He's double pistoling it. So he's akimbo pistols right now. And he's just like, oh, look, two goons right here. Bang, 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 bang. And he's just murdering just these people. Murking them relentlessly yeah. and effortlessly. Like yeah. he's putting in work. Uh, One of them even comes out with a minigun. And yeah. he's able to like get out of the way and just like take him <laughs> down. Takes out his kneecaps. Yes. Both of them. And then shoots him like three times in the face. Right. It was so visceral, oh, guys. It was great. Um, and then Two Face drives in. Yeah, he hits, hits him with a car. car. Another Dick. John Wick moment. Another John Wick moment. Actually, wow, huh? Yeah. You know they did that on purpose. Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, huh? Jim Wick. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised someone didn't say it. Right. Because you're allowed to say Wick, right? Yeah, come on, yeah, come yeah. on. That would've been cool. But hey, I loved what we got. Is John Wick Warner Brothers? If so, then that gives them all the more right to use it. Actually, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Huh. That's if he's Warner Brothers. I think he is. Anyways. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> we, we get the, uh, the the fight scene between mm-hmm. he and Two-Face. And all the while, Barbara's still outside. Do you still need... Do you want my help, Dad? <laughs> or do you want my help now? And he goes, no. And he's like fighting, struggling. I, I still got it. I still got it. At one point during this fight, he gets stabbed in the hand with a shard of glass mm-hmm. that like stays in there yeah. in his hand. Uh, and it's it's a it's a cool little back and forth fight between Two Face and Jim. Yeah, it kind of old comrades yeah. uh, coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah it kind of makes you think about what was it uh, last episode that we saw those two doing push ups? You yeah. know, when they were both like in super great shape. Uh, Two Face has up kept a little bit better than Jim. Yeah, <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> Uh, but it does result with like Jim eventually stabbing Two Face with the shard of glass that's still in his hand. And uh, he's able to, uh, yeah. to, to... Like, he stabs him in the back, I yeah. think, a couple times. Yeah. yeah. He's not dead. He's not dead, no. But he's he's arrested, because mm. that's the one Jim didn't kill. Right. Cuffed him, and threw him into a cell. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. great. And uh, he he reclaimed uh, Gotham PD. Yeah. 
Like that was really great. That was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, and and that's uh yeah that that's technically the end of the B plot as well. Is is him reclaiming his formal uh, form, former self. Yeah, dude. So we got some awesome character development here. We got some awesome and even uh, some pretty okay character development. What we what we would I guess call normal character development for these characters in this show in particular. Oh yeah. Um, Ivy, mm-hmm. out the wall. Great character oh, yeah. development. Same with Jim. They both were definitely champions of this episode. Yes. Uh, Harley had her own growth, which was awesome and very appreciated. It was, because um, we didn't talk about this a whole lot, but, you know, Harley, she's done a lot of selfish shit throughout the course of this show. Yep. This like, episode, she did something very not selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She uh, she flipped the script. Uh, so that was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And Barbara's own growth was was minor in, in view of these other characters, mm-hmm. but definitely not something small at all. Yes. Where she's happy to reveal, hey, look, also Batgirl and Barbara, you know? Right. Um, yeah, so that was kind of cool. That's always appreciated. Yes. And I think the reason that, that Jim may may stand out to me just a little bit more in this episode is because I, I as a character, like he had some funny moments, but I wasn't really... Digging his character yeah, that he, much. Previously. He was Commissioner Jim Gordon. Right. He was Jim Gordon, comma comic relief. Yes, he and just now, he was just yeah. incapable in like every other yeah. episode we've seen him in. He he was sad. He was mm-hmm. whiny. He was drunk. Right. He was Batman fanboy. Dependent on Batman. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, incompetent even. Mm-hmm. But now this episode finally gave him the one eighty he needed and deserved. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 So hopefully by next episode he's you know coming back to a little bit harder. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now that he's you know the commissioner of the police of uh, you know the the police station again. Um, and then of course we also have the awkward tension that's going to happen between Ivy and Harley here oh, and whatever yeah. happens there. Yes. Who knows, brother? Who knows, man? We'll have to wait a week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh it looks like next week, because uh, I was wondering like where do you go? Like what do you do next? Who do you bring in? This mm-hmm. is what they're bringing in like the like like the new gods. Uh so that's that's gonna be cool mm-hmm. there because the, the episode uh name Says something along the lines of uh, parademons, of yep. course, those being the uh, the the meat shields of apocalypse uh, or, or of dark side on planet yeah. apocalypse. Uh, so I don't know if we're going to see dark side himself. If dark side does show up, I don't know what the fuck anyone does. No, I was about uh, to say that, that's yeah. that's when you go into uh, the book of fables tax book and retrieve yeah, yeah. the Justice League. You know, <laughs> yeah, we need them for that. Yeah, yeah. They, Harley, I'm sorry, your baseball bat's not going to cut it. <laughs> Uh, but no, that looks like it's gonna be pretty cool. I imagine we, we may get like Big Barda or uh, and mm. uh, Mister Miracle. I expect we probably get those two, so that'd be really fun. That would be, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, this show has been great, man. I think like if I had to compare it to season one, I think I'm enjoying season two at this point more than I maybe enjoy season one at this point. I think so, yeah. And, and that I understand what you mean whenever you say it that way. You yeah. know, uh, as far as we were from one to seven, season one. Mm-hmm. You're liking this one to seven more than that. Yes. There you go. Yeah. See, yeah, I can were, yeah. Hey, It's because I said it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can imagine there might have been a person or two, you know, who's like, what does that mean? <laughs> so is season two better or not? Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, there were uh, a couple of episodes throughout, like, the middle chunk and a little bit towards the end of season one, they just felt a little weird. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, especially Cyborg, Cyborg Man, Man you know. turning into a car. And that, yeah, that's always going to off put me. Yeah, not a winning yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but no, this has been great. Uh, really enjoyed this episode. We hope you guys did as well. Hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as we have. Hell yeah, dude. This yes. has been a great one. Um, still a shorty still for shorty. our normal yep. ones, but yep. definitely, you know, not a short podcast. It's a longer shorty, you know? We've never uh, been a short podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, when, when it's, it's, a, it's a longer shorty, so like, you know... All the the male homies out there listening, if if a girl that you're just hooking up with asks, you know, what, what your dick size is, and you're and you're not that confident, <laughs> tell her it's a longer shorty. All right, and <laughs> hey guys, did you ever notice on our YouTube page we specify that we are not uh, a video for children, but we don't say children can't I, watch. I don't show my penis on the podcast. No, 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 no. What, what the <laughs> fuck? No. Why would I still be here? <laughs> you don't know no. what's going on underneath this table. On that note, homies, we're gone. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to do with that. I'm, I'm done. Uh, oh damn, uh, that's what she said. But no, uh, homies. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> homies, thank you again for listening. And uh, as always, this has been a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have any kind of questions, comments, gifts, threats, food supplies, or suggestions, hit us up at superherohomies at gmail.com or any of our social media outlets. We're always active, live, and listening. Hell yeah. And uh, so I think that's going to be all for now, guys. So until next time, my name is Superhero Homie Q. And as always, I am Superhero Homie Kevin.